0: Welcome to Solo BG Podcast for episode number 42. My name is Derek and well welcome if this is your first time in the podcast. Well, let me tell you what is this all about. This is a podcast that we focus in board games, but mainly in solo and cooperative board games. That That's right, you hear very well, solo board games. That means uh, basically, I guess like the word says, you know, uh, board games that you can play solo that you don't need. Anybody else to play, and I'm not talking about Wii or some crazy stuff like that. No, I'm thinking about like dungeon crawlers and adventure games and uh, horror games and things like that. Very thematic and immersive games, usually, but also some of them they're very abstract. Anyway, uh, it's you know, they you can play them solo, and also we talk about cooperative games because usually most of the cooperative games that means uh, you know, a group of players against the game. They usually can play solo as well, so we talk about those games as well. And once per month, one week per month, we talk about solo with friends when we address a game that it can play, uh, you know, competitive basically, or that it cannot be played uh, solo. So that's what that's what we do solo with friends when it's usually once per month because we usually publish a episode per week. And now, with that being said, if this is your first time, well. Let's go back and, you know, you can listen to my previous episode. This is episode number 42 once again. And I'm pretty sure you will enjoy. Now, this is a special one because it's chapter 2. This is chapter 2 of our Halloween special. And tonight we're going to talk about a game that is, of course, uh, you know, had that ambient and thematics and uh, mechanics, I guess, uh, related to this month of October 2019, which is the Halloween month, at least here in USA. So... We're going to talk about a game that involves certain creatures and it involves a camp and cabins and all that stuff. So I hope you enjoy today's episode because today we're going to talk about campy creatures from Keymaster's Game. So yeah, with that being said, we're going to start with episode number 42, like I said. Today is Saturday. I'm recording today, Saturday, and I'm publishing today on a Saturday. So today's day, let me check right now, is Saturday 12, 2019. We're going to start with the recording. I'm going to publish it as soon as I finish, just like, you know, recording basically live. And, you know, I hope you enjoy it. And next week, next weekend, we're going to have chapter three, where we're going to have our third game of the Halloween month, but on Monday, we're going to publish a Kickstarter preview. That will be our episode number 43 Kickstarter preview. And we're going to talk about Hour of Need from our, my friend, the Sadler Brothers. Their new Kickstarter, which is uh, which is going to be launched on November 5th, I believe, 2019. The Hour of Need. We're going to talk about that Kickstarter in our next show on Monday. It's going to be released on Monday. It's already been recorded with my friend Jason from Every Night is Game Night, which I really appreciated that Jason invited me to his podcast, uh, Every Night is Game Night. We have a, la- a nice conversation with the Seller Brothers, and we record a Kickstarter preview, and we'll talk about comics and good stuff. That's going to be next Monday which is going to be the 14th. And then on next Wednesday, which is going to be the 16th, we're going to have another Kickstarter preview with my friend Gabe Barrett. And we're going to talk about his Kickstarter, which is a solo game, where there's two solo games that are going to be released. And, well, you know, I hope you enjoy those two. And then next weekend, it will be Chapter 3 of our Halloween special. So by next weekend, we should be on Episode 45 already on this podcast. And thank you so much. And if you haven't followed us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, please do at Solo BG Podcast on those three Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Solo BG Podcast. And remember that you can always send me an email at uh, solobgpodcast at gmail.com. And I always read them and I always talk, you know, say hi to you if you reach me out through any of the social medias or the or the email. And anyway, I already talked too much. Let's start with the show. Campy creatures in three. 2 1 Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Okay, so now we are in the show, B G Podcast, chapter number... Well, I mean, episode number 42, chapter 2 of this Halloween special. This is the second Saturday of October. We're recording and we're publishing the same day, just like doing it live for you, amazing friends. So if you happen to listen to this tonight, well, good for you. That means that you are subscribed to the channel, well, to the podcast, better say through ever you listen to podcasts. And also you got the notification and you are now listening this episode as soon as I re- finish recording it and finish it publishing. And if not, well, anyway, thank you. Thank you so much for listening and go back and listen to the other ones and keep listening because you will have fun here in B G Podcast. So anyway, as always, before we start with today's game or tonight's game, better said, which is Campy Creatures from Kim Master's Game on the chapter two of our Halloween special, let me tell you as usual, what I've been playing recently so recently uh, I've been playing the DC deck building game Rebirth this is one of my favorite Gen Con 2019 pickups um, I pick it up over there, I play the game Cryptozoic didn't give it to me, I buy it, you know, like everybody else and I have been playing it, it's great, it has a campaign mode uh, and solo it plays very good, I've been having a lot of fun even, you know, you know, listeners that I'm a huge DC fan and you know, I love when we have good games. I wish the movies could be good, which by the way, go and watch The Joker, it's an amazing movie. You're gonna hear more about it next Monday once I publish the next episode with the Saller Brothers. But anyway, I've been playing DC deck building game Rebirth, which is basically a deck building and you're trying to travel to different locations, I already mentioned in the past, and trying to stop the villains to go to those locations and destroy it. And you can play as many of the Justice League characters, but usually, of course, I will play with Batman. I also play It Evil Below, which I won't say anything about that game. Because guess what? That's going to be on either the next one or the last chapter of the Halloween special. So stay tuned. It Evil Below. I'm not going to say anything. I just play it again. So that should give you a hint. Uh, also, I recently was in a convention. I would say a private convention. Uh, you know, it's a very friendly convention. And it's called the Bill Con. And he's realized uh, here, in, well, it's, you know, Bilcon, it's a group of friends from here, from Indianapolis, Indiana, and they get together. This, this has been their 10 year getting together, and they get together in a cabin, and we all go there for four days of just gaming. Uh, and you stay in the cabin, you camp, uh, you play games, you drink, you stay with friends, you gather. And also, they have a very, very nice um, charity that they do through games, uh, the, basically, the idea I think, uh, I'm probably wrong, but I think that's how it works. They usually, they bring games and they sell the games and part of the money that is get, that they get from those games goes to charity, uh, to World Vision. Now, this past year, this recent year, which was like two weekends ago, basically, I was very fortunate because I, I knew this 2019, I, I became a friend of Bill Stivers, which is the basically the, who organized everything and I through him I met a lot of very nice people, a lot of people that I now I call friends and they get together again for another build on this year I was there play a lot of games and also it was sponsored by Game Preserve Game Preserve South from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. It's a local fav- uh, local gaming store for me at least and they always very nice and they you know they donated some games and all the money went to charity so it was amazing and over there play a lot of games. So what I want to say with this one is if you have the opportunity or the blessing to have a group of friends, it's always a good idea to do something per year, an event per year or per month that you can gather more people, that you can invite more people. In that way, our community keeps getting bigger. It keeps growing and more gamers. And usually the people that we are in the hobby, you know, are good people with good intentions. So that's always great. Some people, sometimes the people that are outside the hobby, they don't understand too much what it is. Uh, you know, being a board gamer, well, and that way you can teach them and you they will realize what it is. And, you know, this is something beautiful. So I was there at Bilcon and to all my friends that they were at Bilcon, we were almost, I think, 40, uh, 50 people. So to all of you, if you're listening, well, I had a great time with you. And I'm looking forward to have more game days and game nights with you, my friends. So anyway, during there, I played Rivers of Midgard, which is the continuation of Champions of Midgard uh, from Grey Fox Games. It's a fantastic world placement game that I will also hoping to do an episode in the future and compare it to Champions of Midgard. Now, I also play one game that it blew my mind. And I don't have a copy of that game, but my friend Kevin Manning, which I say hi, thank you, Kevin, for bringing that game. Um, He does a very cool 3D printing that we're going to also talk about in future episodes. Um, He brought Black Angel and... I had a blast with that game. That game is like three or four board games happening at the same time. You have very cool components and you are worrying about a lot of stuff that is going on. And basically the idea of the game and the story of the game is great because uh, the way that he explained it to me and the way that he teaches to me is like, you know, we are uh, AI, you know, artificial intelligence that we're, uh, you know, traveling in this spaceship because now the human, you know, the humans, they destroy each other in the course in the the planet earth so there's no more there's no humans anymore so now our job as an artificial intelligence I'm sorry my English uh, our job is to you know make sure that the human species it will still be alive in another planet so now black angel is the ship and we need to arrive to that planet where the conditions are very similar to earth and of course in the ship as you can imagine We have all the human cells to create new humans over there. But during our travel on the space, we're going to have a lot of things that we need to deal with. So that's basically the story of Black Angel, the introduction. The game plays great. I will need to dedicate a full episode to that game as well because... The gameplay, how it plays, is very complex, but at the same time, it's very rewarding and very fun. And you have a lot of stuff going on. It's like a work placement, dice rolling, trying to manage and resources, your intelligence and all that stuff. When you, you have your own board of intelligence. Then you have the main board of the ship where you are unrolling the dice and you're placing those dice in different slots that they will trigger certain consequences and rewards and then you have another big board that, that that's where the Black Angel or the ship is advancing towards the planet but also you can start to complete missions and flying out of, outside of the ship in certain regions of the space trying to complete more missions and then you get victory points for those missions and then it's a whole whole thing a big thing Black Angel I was looking forward to play it I didn't have a chance to play it on Genco 2019 Like I said, I played on Now and recently on Bilcon two weekends ago. And like I said, it blew my mind. I'm looking forward to get a copy of Black Angel and dedicate a full episode to it. So that was Black Angel. I also played Heroes of Therinaut by the Sander Brothers in Fantasy Flight. Very cool game. Cooperative. Also with my friend Richie Butler. I hope I said the last name Richie, last name correctly. But anyway, uh, we played the game and it's basically a dungeon crawler to a you know, so, uh, action selection through uh, your cards and stuff like that. So it, it's a cool game also. We also play a game, I think it's from 2011. It's called uh, Hot Rod Crips which is a racing game, monster racing game. It was very fun. I had some pictures over there on the Instagram, on our Facebook, at SoloBG Podcast. So check it out. That game was made from Cryptozoic. And I had a uh, you know a great friend, our, my friend Robert Winnie He brought the game. I had a great time playing it. And it was great. Thank you, Robert, for bringing that game to Bullcom. It was great. Terror Below, which is basically Tremors, like the movie, you know, with Kevin Bacon back, back from the 80s. And I already talked a little bit about that game. It's pretty much a pickup and delivery. It's fun from Renegade Games. Looking forward to doing an episode about it, too. We have too many episodes coming on, so stay tuned. And I also play Imaginarium by Bombix Studios, or Bombix Edition. I don't know what it's called exactly. But Imaginarium, uh, you know, you're basically, it's like a uh, engine builder. Uh, very weird, very fun, very... The art is not for everybody, definitely, but I love the game. I pick it up in Canada, actually, that recently I was in Canada, and I had a great time. Thank you to all, all you amazing Canadians, because you are amazing people, and the food over there is great. So, I was in Canada recently, about two or three weeks ago, and I picked it up in I'm there on a gaming store, because, probably as many of you do, every time that you travel to a new city, of course, one of the stops is always exploring a new gaming store. So, I'm very fortunate that my wife allowed me to keep that routine every time that we travel to different places, and I went to a store called uh, Meeple Mart, I believe, in Toronto, Canada, great store, has a huge inventory, and, you know, I'm not advertising anything, I haven't received any, anything from them, but the game was very good, so if you live in Toronto, you should check it out, because they have all the inventory, if you live close to Toronto area, well, that's a good, a good you know, stop, uh, and, um, and over there I pick, I pick it up, Imaginarium, and I've been having fun, like I said, Engine Builder, um, it's great, great. And I also play the game that everybody has been going crazy on this 2019, or almost everybody. And I'm talking about Tapestry from Stonemeyer Games. I played that game on Bilcon, and I need to play it again. The game so far, if you ask me, like, hey, how was it? It was good. I had fun. Now, have I explored all the different, uh, you know, walls, I guess, in the Tapestry? No, of course not. There's too many. It has a lot of replayability, it seems, which is something good. Do I haven't played solo? No, I haven't played solo. I need to play solo as well. I need to play. I feel like I need to play that game at least another eight times or something like that in order to have like a, you know, like a serious opinion about it. But so far so good. I played tapestry. I had fun. You know, um, one of the one of the concerns about the game that I have heard recently it was that it was very unbalanced and that the, that it wasn't thematic at all. That it was kind of abstract, even if they use technologies and things like that and the people they don't know if we, if call it a civilization game or not. Uh, in my opinion on the first game, I don't feel that I didn't feel the theme like very strong. But one thing that I feel from the game it was, it was that actually it was balanced. I mean the score it was like 180, 170, 150 and 165 or something like that, like very close to each other. So that tells me a lead with the at least with the roles that we select in a four-player game that the game was balanced. And we all did different things and we all had different goals and things like that. And, you know, we all advanced in different tracks and trigger different uh, abilities and actions. And, you know, I think it was so far so good. You know, it was fun. It was balanced. The thing, well, I mean, you need to kind of role play it a little bit, honestly, if you want to. But, I mean, so far, so good. So let's, I'm going to play it more. I promise you, I'm going to get a copy of Tapestry soon. And I'm going to play it more. And also we will have an episode about it. And that's basically... Oh, and I play also Tiny Epic Western from our friends from Gambling Games. Which, by the way, thank you very, very much to my friends from Gambling Games. They send uh, they send us the new game, Tiny Epic Tactics. Which is going to be released close to Christmas, I think. They send us t- Tiny Epic Galaxies, which a new version is also going to be released. And Tiny Epics, um Which one was it? Tiny Epic Mechs. So thank you so much to my friends from uh, Gambling Games. We're going to have an episode about Tiny Epics very soon. So you need to stay tuned, stay tuned with that because I'm going to have on the, on the show as a guest one, one person from the gambling, let's call it a clan, right? So we're going to be talking to them, to, gambling, uh, to the gambling, with the gambling people. So stay tuned for that episode of Tiny Epic Special. Anyway, those are the games that I've been playing. So now we're going to talk about Campy Creatures by Key Masters Games on this episode in this chapter number two of the Halloween special so with that being said campy creature from key master games let's go and see how the box and cover lose box and cover okay so now we are here in the box and cover section and we have campy creatures you can hear here the box because we're going to do the audio unboxing together as you know in this show in this podcast one thing I try to do with you is the audio unboxing, in that way, if you're running, if you're driving, if you're in a plane, if you're in a train, if you're swimming, we, by the way, how, you need to tell me how you swim and listen to a podcast at the same time, well, whatever you're doing, you can have the experience of an unboxing, like if, just like if you were watching a video on YouTube, well, but, but without watching anything, just through your ears and your imagination and my voice and my awful English accent so anyway this is Campy Creatures, I have the box here with me uh, for the box and cover let's start, the box is a very nice size, very small you know, size, very uh, you know, accessible, I always call it to keep it on your backpack take it out for traveling, like if you go to conventions and stuff like that I can think that this is a very good game, also if you go to a restaurant, if you like to bring games this is a game that probably you want to take in consideration because the box is very accessible so uh, this is the second edition and it says Key Master Games presents Campy Creatures, a ghoulish game of deduction and bluffing. And on the main cover, you have a, like the beast, like a huge gorilla, like King Kong or something, trying to uh, crawl from the back of the box and trying to get you towards the Campy Creature letters. And then an alien as well. You have the monster of the lagoon as well. And I guess the uh, vampire, like the Dracula's wife or something, <laughs> she's there as well. And this is the second edition game. And then on the laterals, you have Campy Creatures as well. Second edition, it tells you that it plays two to five players, that the age recommended for this game is 14 euros plus, and that it plays in 20 to 30 minutes. Now, on the back of the box, it once again tells you the title of the name, and it tells you you're a mad scientist in need of mortal for your experiments and your army of campy creatures. Campy creatures are ways to do you bidding. Capture the most valuable mortals to win, but be warned, they won't go down without a fight. As mad scientists send out creatures to capture mortals, basically that's what you're gonna do on this game. And it also told you that you collect a set of morals and conquer locations. And it also told you the components of the game that we're gonna talk on our next section, which is inside the box, and that is published by Keymaster Games in 2019. The game is designed by Mattox Schuler, uh, and you know, and you know, basically from from Keymaster Games, you can get their games at KeymasterGames.com or this game at CampyCreatures.com. so now that we talk about the box let's see how it looks inside the box inside the box okay so now that we are inside the box let's open this box once again I'm moving it here you can listen on the mic and let's do the audio unboxing let me hold the mic and start to open the box at the same time to this unboxing it's always kind of hard (laughs) so give me one second Let's start to open, okay. So now it's open, I'm back, thank you. Now it's open, and the first thing you have on the, on the inside the box, I guess, on the box from inside, you have a creature spitting like, like a laser uh, from his mouth, and it seems like you're in Japan or something, it's like a, I guess, a variation of Godzilla, but with six eyes. And the art is, is made by emric it says here in a very good, the art, I like it. that's one of the things that I like from the game, spoiler alert. Then the first thing that you get as you open the box, is the math scientist handbook, it's a handbook? I'm sorry, which you always get a handbook on every Kick key, uh, key Masters game, which is very nice. I also found it on the Space Park. And this is a volume three, and it tells you how to, how to capture mortals. So, this is, I guess, as you keep getting more Kickmaster Master games, you can collect all your handbooks. And, anyways, the rulebook is very nice, and it tells you that you can watch how to play on catbeacreatures.com. And it also have on the reverse of the rulebook a very nice quick star, a very a nice guy that he told you every step of the game which i always appreciate as you know when i rule book on the back it gives you basically everything in a resume and how to play the game okay and then you have the rule book let's say let's open it it's um 11 colorful uh, double side pages that explain you how to play the game and stuff like that so the rule book i already played the game a few times with my wife two players three players four players five players and so i have a you know I have a good experience with the game already to tell you what i think about it but the rule book i can tell you that it works pretty well there's no need for you to go to reddit or board game geek or something like that to check it out i mean you can always go to see if you can find a different file or forums but honestly you don't need to i feel like in master games they always do a very good job with their rule book and in this case campy creatures it wasn't the exception so they did a good job with the rule book very nice i like it and then you have the card. So let's see what you find inside the box. I will tell you. Inside the box, you're gonna get the rule book. You're gonna get one Clash of Matter board, which is the main board that you use for the game. And then you have five eye tokens, wooden eye tokens. They're very nice. I love the components of the game. They are, every time that they give me wood on a game or or a, you know nice meeples or stuff like that, I always like it. Um, I don't like like very plastic, very generic pawn. Uh, you know, things to put, I don't like, I hate them. But when they give me custom maples, custom wooden tokens, or things like that, I love it. And you also get five Closh Markers, which they're also wooden, which I like them as well. 37 Mortal cards, five sets of 10 Campy Creature cards. Uh, And then on this uh, edition, which is the second edition, now you get nine round location cards and new uh, also uh, system Mortal cards. So that's what you get on the base game. They also sell expansion uh, which I picked up at Gen Con, which is a Campy Creatures Expansion 1 by Keymaster Games. But, I mean, that's if you want to, you know, uh, get more stuff for the game. But with the second edition, with the core game, you're fine. You play very well. You can have a lot of fun. Now, uh, about the components inside the box. The cards are very good quality. Uh, you know, very uh, standard, but good quality. And each of it, they have different backs, like Mortal, Location, Campy Creatures can be creatures on different colors because it's going to have five different colors and five different, we call it like uh, you know, logos, I guess, that identified five different factions that is going to be represented for five players, okay? So, uh, I'm sorry, for there's four, then probably, yeah, there, no, there's five, okay? So, and then you have the wooden tokens as well, and the, and the board that I told you the board is that has the classroom matter, which I'm going to explain to you in a little bit on how the game plays, which is pretty silly, the tiebreaker. And then you have the space to put all the cards for the locations and the things that you're going to be uh, moving forward in each round. And then it has all the track for the victory points around in the map, which goes all the way from 0 to 39. And, you know, the board is a very good quality. It's the same size of the, of the box. Very nice. I also, I also like the back of the board because usually, I mean, I don't know. I know probably some people will say, like, I don't mind about the back of the board. I mean, for me, it's the same if it's black or whatever, pink. But this one, it also has like a kind of a, like a wooden finish. It give you that impression uh, on the back of the board. I know it has nothing to do with the gameplay, but you can tell the effort that King Master's Games put in order to make their games beautiful and luxury and things like that. You know, So they do a good job with that, with Space Park. I have the episode already. You can check it out. I also have an episode with uh, an interview with Henry Audubon, which he was the designer of a Space Park. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back, I think, he was on the episode 15, 16, around those numbers. But anyway, uh, Keymasters games, I love their production. They're very nice. And, you know, I'm looking forward to playing parks as well. So anyway, this, was, this is Scampy Creatures. So now that I told you about the component, good quality, I like them. I don't have anything bad about, about them. So let's jump into our next section, which is to see and to talk about how the game plays. Gameplay. Okay, so now let's talk about how the game plays. And the game is... Uh, it's very easy to learn, it's very simple, but at the same time, very, uh, you know, I guess it's a deduction game and a bluffing game. So it, ha- it requires a certain strategy from the players. So it plays good, it can, it can get very tense. So that I- that's what I like about the game. So basically, uh, you know, overview of the goal of the, of the game is everybody-, everybody begins around with the same hand of creatures. Each turn, you will secretly send out a creature from your hand to try to capture a moral. Once everyone has chosen a creature, all the players reveal their creature card. Depending on the creature's strength and abilities, players will capture mortals in certain order. Mortals help players score points and win the location. Your goal is to score the most points by the end of the third round. So basically, the game plays in three rounds. Now, how are you going to do it? Of course, for the setup, it will depend on the amount of players. Uh, if it's even playing two players or five players. But first, you're going to choose which mortals are you trying to to fight or to capture this game you can choose between base models you can choose teenagers classic engineers and they just have different abilities and different points different number of points different uh, mechanics of getting those points for example the teenagers you have a couple of sets of two teenagers three teenagers four teenagers and you know some of them they have uh, more tendency to help you to get the location at the end of the round more uh, some of them they just gonna give you points or stuff like that it will depends uh, every game will be different and that's good because it also replayability once you have the setup complete with the morals that you're trying to capture well then you're going to give to each player each set of different creatures Which all of us all the players we're going to have the same creatures no, it's not like you're going to have different creatures no it's going to have the same now the back of the cards which i'm opening right now they're different of course like i told you they're going to have different factions so you have the green ones uh, which is had they have like the the lagoon monster eye i guess and then you have the purple ones that they have like the vampire eyes and then you have the the, the pink ones with their like the blob and things like that then you have another like Egyptian like mummy which are the blue and then like the one with multiple eyes they are like the reddish and you know you have the different factions and we all going to have the same same cards so we all going to have the blob the swamp the creature the invisible man the mummy the invader the werewolf the vampire the beast the keiju, and the Demogorgon and you know we all gonna have the same same monsters in our day so basically how it's gonna work it's every turn you're gonna select one monster to play you're gonna put it face down in front of everybody and at some point we all gonna reveal our card right so how it's gonna go is usually all those monsters have a number so usually the higher number will go first but there are certain monsters that they will have abilities that uh, they're going to trigger as soon as they reveal. Some of the other ones they are going to have abilities that they're going to trigger as soon as they capture a mortal. So before we reveal, of course, I forgot to tell this, from the main deck you're going to draw cards and you're going to place them face-up. Those are the mortals that are in play to capture. So once you see the mortals are in play to capture, then secretly you're going to decide which monster are you going to use to try to get that mortal. You're gonna place it face down, and that's when the part that I told like, about the numbers and the abilities is gonna trigger. So, in order, whoever has, let's, let's say in this round, it, there's no abilities to trigger before, as soon as we reveal, well, whoever has the higher number, we're gonna go and select the mortal, then the, the player on the right, and so forth. So, at the end, we'll probably, or most likely, we're gonna have a mortal, and you're gonna place it face up on your side. Then, that, that monster that you use, you're gonna fa- uh, place it as well on face up on your own discard pile. Now, that discard pile will be able to any player to take a look during the game. It's public information. And you're going to keep playing like that until you advance to the last card on the main deck. Once you advance to the last card on the main deck, you're going to count the number of houses symbol of every mortal that each player acquires. And whoever has the most, the most uh, houses symbol, I guess, will capture the location card. And usually the location card... Will give you more abilities to play on following rounds, or more points at the end of the game and you're going to play the same round the same mechanic three times and once the players play three times you're going to go to the final location and whoever has the more houses at the end gets the final location and then you get all the score points per that round and at the end whoever has more more uh victory points or scores during the game it's going to be the winner uh you're going to score points every round like i said you're gonna play three rounds, and that's it. Basically, that's it. The deduction and bluffing. You have your own set of cards, which is similar or is the same as the other players, and that makes the game very interesting because now that you know which cards the other players play, you probably try to play with your strategy around with the cards that you still have on your hand. In that way, you can you know find the perfect time for every monster to capture a certain mortal that you want because once again uh, a few of them in order to give you more victory points you will have to collect them in sets but also you're probably trying to go for that goal as well as the player on your right. So that's when the game becomes very interesting and very fun. once again, this is a game very simple game uh, you know everybody can learn but at the same time for experienced gamer or for new gamers, they both I feel is gonna they're gonna find it very challenging and very fun at the same time. this is uh, some people call it a filler game but I feel like this game, yes indeed it could be a filler game you know before you jump into a big game or an epic game on a game night but also this game i mean if you play it two or three times it can become like a normal medium-sized game i guess so basically that's how it works it plays very simple it plays very fun nothing complex but at the same time is uh it's very thematic and it's you know very challenging very fun so that's basically how Campy Creatures from Masters Games 2nd Edition plays. So now that I we talk about briefly and very briefly of how the game plays, because it's a very easy game, which it doesn't mean anything bad, actually. Let's see. What do I think about this game, uh, which is the Campy Creatures uh, from Key Master Games, again, because this game you cannot play it solo, my friends. This is kind of the Chapter 2 Halloween a special solo with friends of the month. So this game you cannot play it solo, and that's why... I cannot tell you if this game plays better solo or cooperative because it's not solo and it's cooperative, but I can tell you what I think, what do I think about this game? So let's go to a next section that I will call what do I think about the game? What do I think about the game? Okay, so now we are in the what do I think about the game that I just named section. I, I guess I you know I've been naming new sections every every time that I want. You know, because usually this section like like I mentioned it will be Solo or cooperative, and I will tell you if I rather game this game solo or cooperative, or sometimes I will modify it to solo or competitive. But in this case, it's just what I think about the game. In that way, I will share with you my my thoughts. Right. So anyway, Campy Creatures Second Edition from Keymaster Master Games. Um, this is a it's a, a you know it's a small game you know that comes in a standard small box. The art is great. I like it. Even the things, the little details, like I said before, that some people you know we think that everything is in the details. So even the back of the board, you know, that they put some efforts there. That it has like a, a wooden finish. I mean, I like it. You know, it looks very elegant. The back of the inside of the of the box of the cover, when you have this uh, uh, Godzilla, let's call it, on the back with six eyes, uh, spitting a laser on fire or something. That's good. The rule book. Also, I ha- I love how key masters, they are being putting a lot of effort on make their rules clear, and they have been accomplishing. And I like the handbooks that they keep evolving in every game. I like that. I like that, I guess, continuation niche on each game. I love it. And the quality of the components are good. Like I said, the cards are very standard quality, which they're good. Uh, You know, good finish. And the art, I like it. Once again, from each card. Each card has different abilities, and uh, they're very self-explanatory. So you will get it after you play probably not even a round. Like half round, you will get how the game works and how the abilities trigger. Uh, which is very nice. Um, the game has, a, I guess, a duration of, I would say, depends in a two-player game will be, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, with five players will take 25 minutes probably. I mean, if everybody has a lot of analysis for all this and is thinking a lot of return, well, it can take longer, right? But standard, I already played with, like I said, five players, four players, three players, two players. And the shortest game has been like around... 12-15 minutes and the longest game with five players have been 25 minutes, 30 minutes at most. So that's good. It has a good gameplay, it has a you know it is good for breaking the ice, you know, at the start of a game night, you know, especially for these times of Halloween. It's a great game because you know they're creatures, and you know, you're camping and you're trying to, you're a scientist and trying to recruit these creatures, and the theme is good, the art is good, uh, it, it looks good on the table. So from that aspect is good. Now the clash matter, I didn't talk about it on the gameplay. But the clash matter is the tiebreaker. So basically, every time that there's a tie, whoever is on top of that clash matter, whoever has the wooden t- wooden uh, token on top of on on the highest place in the clash matter, they will take the win. That will be the tiebreaker. But then they will go to the bottom, and then the people that was in second place now will go first place, and things like that. So the tiebreaker works great. I love it. I love that mechanic from from the game. I love the mechanic of the location that you're not only worrying about getting victory points, you're also worrying it about getting those house symbols in that way you can win the location because sometimes those locations will give you the victory so those two different mechanics of going for victory points by the same trying at the same time trying to go for locations I think they add a very uh, you know two-way uh, path for the game let's call it right so I think that improves the gameplay because you now you know even if if you have the player that is like crazy collecting all the sets because they want to get the points, probably you ended up with all the locations and guess what? Probably the locations are going to make you win the game. So I like that from the game. So basically, I like the art. I like the components. I like the Clash of matter, which is the tiebreaker. I like the location aspect. Now, what do I think about the game? Generally speaking, understanding that it is a small game that has very good components, very good art, and very good quality, and the theme is very appealing to me, I can tell you that it's a good game. Putting in that category, like small games, right? Like we're not talking about anything epic, like you know, hundred minutes or box. No, no, no. Small game, you know. I won't. Cons- I at the same time can call it a filler, but at the same time, I can see it not being a filler, if that makes sense. I, I, what I'm trying to say is, like, this is the kind of game that you would say, like, well, yeah. I mean, you you won't call it a filler if you will, you will play multiple times. Yeah, of course. Any filler that you play multiple times, it will probably stop being a filler for that night for you. But what I'm saying is this is the kind of games, like the small games, that if I play it one time, I'm like, yeah, let's play it again. And then the second time will be like, oh, more fun, like, I almost win or you won or I won again. And now you wonder a bench. You know what? It's only 15, 20 minutes. Let's play it again. So that, you know, that playing it three times, it can become an hour or something. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it can go either way with this game, which I think is very good. Now, do I recommend to get this game... Definitely I recommend to get this game. Why? Because the components are good. The art is good. I can tell that Keymaster put a lot, of love, a lot of love on this game. Um, it has replayability. Yes, it has replayability. Now, do I recommend the expansion? I said before, you don't need the expansion. You don't need the expansion if you want to... Let's put it this way. The replayability, because only on the game, there's only like three factions of, of, of uh, mortals. You will, you will have them over and over, right? But the, the game is so short on time and, you know, that it doesn't feel like, like something boring, like you're doing the same thing over and over if, basically, you're trying to get the victory points over and over and over again, right? But what I'm gonna say is, like, if you want to get more, like, in different cards and things like that, well, then I recommend you to get the expansion, which I think is only, like, like 15, 15 bucks, 15 American dollars for the expansion. Now, um, it has replayability in the aspect that, once again, it's not a very epic game. It's a very good, small game. So, with that being said, yeah, it will have a, a, some, some kind of replayability, which for me, it does. I've been playing this time a few times. And, you know, even if I'm facing the same morals and the same, using the same monsters, well, you know, it still is fun. It's, so for some games, sometimes you have the same cards and same, same mechanics that once you play it again and again, it can be a little bit boring. For me, probably because the theme, I found it very appealing to me, is not. It's a game that I actually can easily bring it to the table for, a, you know, if I want to play just something quick with somebody else, or once again as a filler on a, on a game night, or if I want to bring it to a game night just to play it three or four times and see how it goes, you know, or for, you know, like this month, Halloween, that, hey, we're going to play. You see it very often right now on the social medias and Facebook, especially on the gaming groups, like, hey, which games can I play for Halloween? And it's well, there is there's an option there cat the creature from Keymaster games so globally I will say that this game for me I'll give it a, a strong um, let's call it 3.5 for, for what it is right I will give this game a strong 3.5 going from the scale 0 which is the worst to 5 which is an excellent game the game that you wanna play always this game has a strong 3.5 it's a good game it's a game that it will give you fun. It's a game that is very good for these times of Halloween and monsters or camping or traveling. That is a big plus on the game because you can take it anywhere without, without uh, worrying about the space. And on the table also, it's, I mean everything, the, the board is very small, so you can put it pretty much set it up in every table. So that's also a plus for the game. So speaking of the results, it's a 3.5 for uh, Campy Creatures 2nd Edition. From Keymaster Games, you can find these games on Keymaster Games game, uh, website at Keymastersgame.com or CampyCreatures.com as well. They have the game, they have the expansion, so you can find it there. Also, I always encourage you to visit your fo- uh, your favorite gaming, your favorite local gaming store. In that way, they can get a copy for you because supporting the hobby is always good. Or you know where else you can get it? Usually on the boss. Of the online selling, which I won't give any more of the advertising, but you know who I'm talking about that starts with an A and ends with an N, <laughs> so you can find it there as well. And if you had a chance to pick up a copy, you won't regret. You will like it as long as you you like the theme of you know of, of the, the creatures and the camp and the horror and terror and Halloween, and as long as you also like deduction and bluffing games. So this was uh, chapter two of the Halloween month. Masters game. Crappy Creature 2nd Edition. Check it out. Play it. And I'm pretty sure you will like it. Just as I did. So anyway friends. This was chapter 2. Thank you so much for following the show. Thank you so much for all the supporters. The Facebook community keep growing. Which I'm very very grateful. Please like I said in the beginning. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. At SoloBG Podcast. More things are coming for the podcast. Once again next week. We will have to Kickstarter's reviews review. I already talked about it. So stay tuned. Monday and Wednesday, they are going to be episodes. And then on weekend, the next weekend, we're going to have Chapter 3 of the Halloween month as well. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Like always, remember... For victory, go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and another...